Welcome to the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Spurbeck. Hope everyone's having a great start to their week. It's a beautiful day here in the great state of Texas. And thank you for joining us again. And we've been looking at how to fight, how to fight like a Christian. We heard that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, But we've been learning how to fight. That's what we started with last week. And now this week, we are going to look at God's armory, God's armory. Uh, And every soldier has to have equipment. Every soldier has to have weapons. And But how do we fight with them? Well, in order to learn how to fight with something, you got to understand what you have. Every soldier, they become very familiar with their their field pack, what's in it, what's supposed to go in it, where it's supposed to go inside that pack, what kind of ammo they're supposed to have, where they're supposed to carry it, uh, specific to their particular weapon, whether they be infantry or whether uh, they be in uh, tankers or whatever it is. They all have different jobs to do. And they all need to know where their equipment is and how to use it. And the same way, we're going to be looking at this today, this topic of the weapons that God has given to us. Also, the defensive capabilities that God has given to us. Uh, Ephesians 6.10 is where we're going to be today, Ephesians 6.10. And I'm just going to focus on this verse. We're going to continue on through the rest of the book of uh, the chapter of Ephesians, chapter 6. Going to continue on through the rest of this chapter. Uh, but verse number 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, we see that Paul is beginning to share some keys here, going to share the armory of God in the following chapters. Verse number 11, verse we know very well, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, that's going to be, we're going to look at that next week. But it says here, My brethren, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Now, this phrase is a very, very important phrase uh, because this really is the essential part. And really, what we look at with the battle, it's a matter of strength. And it's not a matter of our personal strength. Our physical strength has nothing to do with whether or not we're a successful Christian. Uh, Our mental strength has nothing to do with whether or not we are effective for God. What it really boils down to is we need to be strong in the Lord, spiritual strength, the strength that comes from a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That is where the victory is going to be. And this phrase, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his, in the power of his might, but be strong in the Lord uh, is a great example. Of this is given in the Old Testament. Uh, if you have your Bibles, turn to, turn to Deuteronomy chapter 31, Deuteronomy chapter 31. Say that five times fast. Uh, But Deuteronomy 31, we're going to look at a few verses here, verses 6 and 7. Now, you've got to understand the context of Deuteronomy 31. This is when Israel has finished their 40 years wandering in the wilderness. Uh, Moses is about to pass off the scene. Joshua is about to be made the new leader of Israel. And we see that God has some instructions for them. And this is repeated over and over and over again in Deuteronomy 31. Also, in uh, the book of Joshua. So if you read the, the first couple of chapters of the book of Joshua, because what had happened when the ten, uh, the 12 spies had gone in to the nation of Israel, or gone into Canaan, they had gone and spied out the land. And we know that 10 were discouraged because they did not think that they could defeat the giants. The Anakims were there, and there was these big, strong cities like Jericho and other cities. And they said, we're not going to be able to do it. They said, we're in their sight as grasshoppers. We're so small. We're so weak, our strength is not sufficient 
we're not going to go in. And God judged them for rebelling against him. Two that did not, uh, that were not discouraged were, of course, Joshua and Caleb. And they ended up going into land. Now, Joshua was about to become the leader, but some admonitions from the Lord to the nation of Israel after 40 years. And we see in verse number seven, I'm sorry, verse number six, be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Verse seven, and Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him, in the sight of all Israel, be strong and of a good courage, for thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. So the promise is about to be fulfilled, going over the Jordan River, going into the land of Canaan. But it says here, don't be trusting in your own strength. Remember what happened last time when you decided to trust in your own strength and made decisions based on that. And as Christians, we cannot make decisions based on our own strength and our own capabilities. Well, I'm not going to do that because it is outside my experience. It is outside my ability. There's gonna, there are battles that God wants us to battle and wants us to see victory in, but we don't even, we just give up. We don't even fight because, well, that's just beyond me. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, here it is, he it is that doth go with thee. Now, another verse is verse number 23, which is down uh, near the end of the chapter of Deuteronomy 31. And he gave Joshua, the son of Nun, a charge and said, Be strong and of a good courage. This is Moses talking to Joshua. Be strong and of a good courage, for thou shalt be, bring the children of Israel into the land which I swear unto them, and I will be with thee. So this was a message from the Lord to Joshua. I will be with thee. And when we understand that walking with Jesus, God is going, Jesus is going to be with us every single step of the way. We don't need our strength. His strength is enough. And that brings us to God's provision for you. In order to have victory in the Christian life, in order to know how to fight, you have to understand something. God has given this provision for you. Ephesians 6 gives the armor of God. That is God's provision for you. This is what you need in order to have victory in the Christian life. This is what you need in order to succeed. God never sets us up for failure. He always, always, always gives us what we need in order to succeed. He never sends us out on a failed errand that, well, you're going to fail. Now, if we trust ourselves and we trust our own abilities, yes, we will fail. But if we trust in the might and the provision that God has for us, he's going to go with us, just like he went with David, just like he went with Elijah, just like he went with Elisha, just like all the prophets of God, God used them in a special way, like he was with David in the different situations, not just David and Goliath, but uh, in the running from Saul. Uh, in all the areas, God was with him in every single area of his life. And God's provision is necessary. It is not optional. You can't win the battle without what, without the armor of God and without the defensive defenses and without the weapons that God has. Remember, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We can't fight uh, in a carnal, as the Bible says, or a fleshly way. We can't fight. We can't take out a gun and take out the devil. We can't pull out a knife. We can't pull out physical weapons and defeat the devil. So we have to lay that aside. Okay, well, my wits. No, our, we cannot match wits with the devil. The devil will outwit us every single time. Just look at Genesis 
the first few chapters of Genesis, Genesis 2, 3, and 4, you can see how the devil outwitted Adam and Eve uh, and that he was successful in outwitting them. And remember, they were without sin. They were perfect, and then the devil outwitted them. Uh, so we have to understand success and victory is not going to come outside of this, outside some real work in our relationship with God. It's necessary. So God has provided a way of success. How is that? Well, through Christ. If you're saved today, you've trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Through Christ, you have this power. You have this provision. And also through faith. Do you believe that God has made a provision for you? Remember, it's not just for other people. It's for you. That God has made a way of victory for you. God has made a way of defense for you. God has made a strong tower for you, not just somebody else out there, not just for those special Christians, but for you. If you have that in your mind, then you know what? Do I really believe it? Look at Ephesians 6. Let's look at Ephesians 6, 10 again. What does it say? Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Do you believe it? Do you believe that God has a provision for you? That victory over habitual sin is for you. That victory over depression is for you. That victory over anger is for you. That victory over your mouth is for you. That victory that Christ has. And do you believe it? If you believe it, then you're going to start trusting in the promises of God that he has for you. Do you trust those promises? And then third is through his word. The only way you're going to see victory, the only way you're going to be able to put on the whole armor of God is with your Bible. Are you faithful to it? Are you reading it? Are you studying it? The verses that I mentioned today, are you listening to them? Just listening? Go and study them. Go do cross-references on them. Study them. Make them a part of your heart. Look at Deuteronomy 31, and then Joshua chapters 1 and 2. How many times be strong and of a good courage? How many times has God promised them power and strength? How, much, how many times has God promised to be go with them and to not forsake them and to do right? We have to understand the battle is the Lord's. That's what it means. The battle is the Lord's. It's not ours. It is the Lord's. We are willing to fight, but it's God that brings increase and the provision. Will you trust in that provision this week? I want to thank you once again for tuning in and joining us here at the Christian Soldier Podcast. We're going to be on this topic for the next several weeks, so make sure you tune in next week, Monday, 4 a.m. is when the podcast get really 4 a.m. Central Time. And they're available on rss.com, also available on sermonaudio.com. Uh, sorry, we've had a couple, little bit of trouble getting those to publish at 4 a.m. They keep switching to 4 p.m. So, uh, but you can definitely find on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any uh, Spotify, pretty much any podcast platform. You can find us on there. Just type into Google, the Christian Soldier Podcast will pop right up there, and you can subscribe right there. And so you will never miss an episode. Love to have you subscribe there. And uh, we've seen quite a few people subscribe the last couple of weeks, so we can definitely use a few more. Uh, remember, if these messages are, uh, are an encouragement to you and you know someone that maybe is struggling in this area, feel free to share it with them. Uh, you can text them a link. You can share it on social media. It's all very easy to do. Uh, we appreciate the platforms that we're on. They're very easy to share. And that's the purpose of this. Don't just keep it to yourself. It's been encouragement to you. Pass it on. Post it on your Facebook. Send it off to other people uh, so that they can be encouraged in this. Well, we look forward to seeing you next week, and we appreciate you tuning in to the Christian Soldier Podcast. We'll see you next time.